Aspire. Build your power skills and increase your employability. Brought to you by Amdocs. Hi, welcome to the Emotional Intelligence mini-series. I'm your host, Bhakti Karkare. I'm an ex-Amdocs employee and now I run a consulting firm, Third Loop Learning, helping organizations build inclusive, high-performing teams. I'm super excited to be back here talking to some amazing Amdocs folks as my guests on this podcast. In this mini-series, you will hear real-life stories, all coming together to provide you the most practical tips and tools you need to develop your emotional intelligence. So, let's get started. Have you ever found yourself struggling to work with people who just don't listen? or who wouldn't keep their promises, or who are just too complicated to get along with. Well, you're not alone. We all find it difficult to deal with some people, and it is totally normal to feel this way. But if we want to deliver our projects on time, develop personal and professional relationships, or sometimes simply to get things done, we have to find a way to deal with people who come across as quote-unquote difficult. So the big question is, what does it take to deal with difficult people? And to answer this question, we invited Uri Zisar to be on our podcast today. Welcome to the podcast, Uri. Hey, Bhakti. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, so let me start by introducing myself. I'm customer business executive. I've been with MDocs for the last 18 years. I'm mainly working in Africa, but I used to work also in the past in the US and Europe and the other regions. About my career, I started in the learning and consulting domain. And then I made a few shifts in my career, first to the domain of uh, delivery and customer success and project management, and then to a more customer-facing roles in sales and business development uh, domain. Thank you so much for being here, Uri. We have a lot to learn from your experience and from the different domains that you have been. And I'm sure we all have had our managers, parents, kids, colleagues, auditors, and many more people who came across as difficult at, from time to time. And dealing with difficult people requires a whole new level of emotional intelligence, both with self-awareness, self-management, and understanding of others. So, Uri, let's just uh, jump right in and ask you the first question. For you, what makes someone a difficult person to deal with? Okay, so uh, Bhakti, first of all, my belief is that there are no difficult people, but rather there are people that some situation is difficult for them. Mm -hmm. So when we look at it from that perspective, it will change completely our behavior and our reaction to the situation. I can give an example, you know, I recall a situation uh, maybe about 10 years ago that I joined a new project and my peer on customer side was very hostile and it was very difficult for me to engage him. Mm -hmm. So I started to ask myself why he reacts like this. And I realized that he is a bit concerned that my presence will make him or his team redundant. So I decided to have a discussion, you know, an open discussion with him in which I explained to him how much my team and myself need his inputs and engagement in order to succeed. And that for sure there is no overlap between the teams. And, you know, in every, even if there is always some overlap, still it's uh, something that, you know, we can uh, discuss and uh, overcome it. And I must say that, you know, it took two to three meetings until we became very good friends. And by the way, we are good friends until today. That's so nice to hear. I think when it comes to dealing with difficult people, a lot of us have a tendency to kind of keep the elephant in the room aside and kind of 
just hide it somewhere but the best way to deal with difficult people is to talk about that difficulty and everyone has insecurities everyone wants to be recognized and what i find helpful is to express that okay something is going on and recognize someone's uh, being there and what's going on between us and that really helps to break down the walls and the barriers I think we can we can say that uh, to, to summarize that the situation is difficult it's not about the people that are difficult the situation is difficult yeah you know maybe the same that we perceive the other person is difficult maybe they have the same perception on us yeah so it's not about, about to understand that the situation is difficult and then to see how we overcome it yeah and I found that dealing with diffi- my difficult child is much more different than let's say dealing with a customer or a manager the power dynamic that is involved in the relationship it plays a big role in how I approach the person or the situation so one quick tip here uh, based on what you just said is is to make sure that we do not attribute someone being difficult to their habits or their character or their nature but really look at the whole situation because like you said I might be the difficult person in the situation for them and they are the difficult for me so how do we bring come to the same table and talk about it and really look at it from a bigger perspective than just you know kind of blaming each other so you already have grown up the ladder in your career and now you're leading an entire function and I just spoke about the power dynamics so I want to ask you not having or having an authority over someone how does that change your approach towards the way you deal with them especially when they are difficult yeah so uh, you know indeed there are differences between the way we treat our kids and our customers mm-hmm. when it comes to customers by nature they have to be respected and we always feel that uh, they have the authority over us which in many cases that is the case because they are the customer Mm-hmm. And even in cases you have the authority, it is always your obligation as well as the right strategy to respect your customer. What I realized is that being humble and give respect won't position you in a weak position, but the opposite, it will make the customer respecting you more. But one point to note here is that to respect doesn't mean that we should be apologetic and give up our professional opinion. It is very important to understand that the customer is expecting us To stand behind our professional position even if it's not easy for them to absorb I, I recall a session when that I had with one of uh, the CIOs of a big European service provider and he told me look you guys always listen to me and say yes to whatever I'm requesting however my expectation from you is to challenge my way of thinking and make me do the right decision so being respectful doesn't contradict to stand for your professional opinion This is what is expected from you. You just need to know to do it, you know, in a, a, a polite and a engaging way. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up respect because I think in any relationship, there is this continuous dynamic happening between respect and permission. You know, the amount of permission we have to speak up and contribute in a conversation is directly proportional to the respect or trust or credibility that we have with that other person. So if we really want to have that free permission to be able to object or contradict with harmony, uh, I think it is to build trust, respect and credibility with that person. Yeah, I think uh, you would agree with me that it's a long-term process to get to the point where you can create a space where can you respectfully disagree, especially when making you know, a, such important decision. Yeah, and when it comes to dealing with difficult people, for me, one of the hardest things part is to collaboratively make a decision with them you must be able to keep your emotions in check around them but also you have to work in a way to sell them something or sell your ideas uh, to simply convince them that your idea is going to help 
and you must be doing that every day with your customers. So what are your tips you would share with our listeners to help them collaborate better with difficult people? So uh, I realized that with this kind of people, you should let them feel that they have the power. Hmm. And uh, I can give you an example. You know, we had a strategic meeting with the CIO around a very strategic deal. And as always, we did a lot of preparations, you know, considering all the various alternatives and came up with an approach which we believed this is going to be the right decision for the CIO to make. Mm. And, you know, because we were so uh, sure and we prepared a lot, we were sure that it's going to be a great meeting and that uh, she will appreciate our direction. Nevertheless, the result was that it blew in our face. Mm. And her view was that we made a decision for her. And it's like we know better than herself what was the right choice. So, you know, we tried to uh, think and to, to, to see what we can learn from it. And what we learned is that what matters when you want someone to make a decision is the end result, that she will get to make the right decision. But the way to get there should have been done in a much more engaging uh, way and to have her more involved in the thought process. And uh, one thing that we saw that we should have done is to present alternatives before presenting, you know, the conclusion is to present alternative and let her be the one who makes the, the final decision. Because she wants a decision to be registered on her behalf, not on us. Right. And this is actually what we did eventually. And it was a great leap forward. So the, my take on that is let your customer feel that they have the power and the authority to make the decisions that they want. And this will make, it will make and keep them much more engaging. Yeah, so basically you're saying that, you know, make the decision-making process seem like, and not just seem like, actually make the other party a part of that collaborative process and make them the co-creator of the decision that, that is ultimately going to come out. And especially in today's complex business environment, all decisions are mostly collaborative, right? No person just come in and says, okay, this is the decision, let's, let's follow it. We have to understand what others want and make them a part of this. And when we have a very strong opinion or choice, we generally forget the collaborative part of it and we start focusing more on the decision part of it. Yeah. So this is, I think, even more important in the matrix structure at Amdocs. I know from my personal experience in Amdocs that it is a pretty complex organization. And it's not always easy to just ignore someone or break off any ties with them because they are difficult to deal with. Because you never know when you have to collaborate with someone on a current or future project. So considering this complex landscape, especially now that we are all remote, what's your best strategy around building relationships with difficult people? I think that first of all, you always think how you build new relationships and how you expand your, uh, your, your network. Because you, know, you, know, you never know when you would need someone. Yeah. And everything is built upon relationship and networking. Using your authority should be the last resort. My belief is to engage on a goodwill basis is much more um, efficient. And if you know to build uh, your relationships right, only in very rare cases you will have to use your authority. You will find yourself engaging in a much easier way. Right. So uh, I would like to share with you, Bhakti, maybe two tips about engagement and the networking. Yeah. First of all, you need to build long-lasting relationships and not transactional. Yeah. Build and expand your network constantly. Socialize with people not only when you need something. Meet them just for the sake of knowing them and investing in the relationship. Then, once you need them, you already have you know, the ground to ask for whatever you need. 
But if you try to do it, you know, just when uh, you need something, it will look artificial and not uh, natural. Yeah. The second tip is think all the time what you can give to your party, not only what you would expect to get. So when you are meeting someone, before thinking what you would like from him, think how he can benefit from you. And there is always something that you, you know, that uh, you can give, not always, uh, you know, just uh, to think what you can get. Maybe to share, you know, one story. I once met with new executive of one of our customers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just joined the company and they had a huge agenda with him, you know, because this uh, uh, role was vacant for a long time and we had a lot of things to cover. Yeah. Yet, I decided to hold my breath. And in the first meeting, I just asked him, what is your priority on your plate? And maybe I can help you. He then shared with me that he has a mission, you know, to implement DevOps across the organization. I immediately proposed to share with him from my, my experience and uh, materials that can help him to uh, build his agenda. I didn't even raise anything that I needed from him in this meeting. And the result was that he was very appreciative for that. And from that moment on, we have great relationships. And whatever I needed from him, he was very open and uh, willing to support me. What is your priority? I think that question can break barriers with the most difficult people. And yeah. that's a great tip that you shared here. If we see that someone is going to become a difficult party or or they are going to be difficult to deal with, focus on them and their needs. And absolutely, networking is useful only when it's done with this long-term thinking and not when uh, you have a pressing personal need and you have to start doing it much ahead of time. And to your point, sometimes... Uh, they may not even share what they want or they may not even know how to ask for help. And the only way to get to the, that point is to, one, create a conversation and ask the right questions. Yeah, I totally agree. And I know, uh, Bhakti, that you are doing a lot of uh, consulting work. So how do you do that in your domain? When you need to do consulting, how do you deal with such situations? Yeah, like I said, I think it, uh, you know, before even I come out and ask for business or help ask them you know, or offer them my consulting, it's very important for me to understand what is it that they are dealing with right now and where can I come in and help. And I just recently helped one of my potential customers with their internal newsletter. I have nothing to gain from it and it is it is not my area of expertise. But while we were talking, she spoke about it and I said, I can help you with that. I have some experience there. And that little gesture has helped me build that trust that I just spoke of. And I know that when it when time comes, I'm sure I'll have the permission to ask or present an opinion or ask for help or even sometimes ask for business. So in the end, Uri, could you share a personal favorite tool or framework that you have learned in your career that you use to deal with uh, difficult people? Of course. So we said, you know, that uh Difficult people many times involve also difficult situations. So one tool that we found very useful is called Power Mapping Tool. Hmm. The way we use it is when we have to build relationship with someone that you know it's difficult to engage with and we want to make him the right decision. You know, many times if you try to approach him directly, not necessarily you will be successful for many reasons. Maybe he doesn't consider you as, uh, you know, uh, someone to uh, approach or what, for whatever uh, reason. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we map the people who are close to him, who influence him, and, uh, you know, the people that to whom he would go to get advice. Right. Then we look at our relationships and, uh, you know, a wider uh, networking, and we look for these people and the people who influence 
this person that we want to uh, make the right decision. And by that, we influence them and they will help us to promote our agenda with uh, this uh, difficult person. So my take on that is we need to widen our abilities and think out of the box how to influence people. You know, Bhakti, this is an art, especially when it comes to difficult people, but there are also practical ways to do it. You just need to understand what is your objective, who you need to engage in order to meet this objective, and then build a strategy and, you know, to use the various tools in order to influence your party. And maybe to share a short story that I had with... uh, very, you know, executive uh, person on the customer side that we had to present, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a solution for him and make him, uh, bring him to make a specific uh, decision. Now, the background was that uh, he was very tough with us for many reasons. You know, we had a history of uh, uh, challenges together as, a, you know, us as vendor in front of him as the, the customer. Mm-hmm. And we knew that if, you know, we will approach him directly, it will be very difficult to convince him. But we knew for sure that what we are proposing, it's the right thing for him to do and it will bring him a lot of value. So what we decided to do is to uh, approach one of his architects who we knew that uh, has a lot of influence on him and we just uh, shared with him the solution that we wanted to promote and what we thought was the right thing. And once we convinced them, he went and approached this uh, person that we wanted to convince and shared with him our solution Mm-hmm. And by that, made him uh, accept it. And uh, eventually we met our target and we went with this solution. So we actually uh, tried to look on the people who influence yeah. and then by that to promote uh, our agenda. That's really interesting. So what you call this power mapping and it sounds really strategic and you're using so many different emotional intelligence tools here. One is to get off the high horse that maybe you are not the right person to influence this person when dealing with someone difficult how else can I reach them who else can I influence to get there 